now you can live in it for one hour each week right here on Podcast One. Hi, everybody. We're back with Lindsay and Natalie. Of course, I'm not letting them get a word in edgewise so far. So stay tuned because we must hear about Miami. (laughs) Dying to hear about Miami. And I'm still dying to hear about Craig on the couch. Um, Craig's friends. So, all right. So when we left off, uh, we were talking about the kids getting into high school. And it was like a really great moment. and And then everything like went to hell. I don't know what happened, but it was just like, it was awful. And all the kids, and I I think it happened over the course of a few days, like Coco had a thing and then Katerina had a thing. And then Nikki didn't know what to do about the schools. And I had to like talk him off the tree and give him, you know, these, these things like these speeches, like you don't go to a school because your friends are going. Mm -hmm. First of all, you don't even know if you're going to be friends with them in six months. You have to, you know, do what's best for yourself. And, you know, so we had all those talks, but the big thing was with Max so the big thing about Max is she doesn't play a sport. Now, when I was a kid, we were always outside running around. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, even in junior high, do we call it junior high or middle school? I always forget which is the right one. They make fun I of me. Middle school, but middle school. Yeah. But we were always outside running around, riding bikes, like whatever we were doing. And these kids, I don't know if it's, you know, where we live or what, they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Now, Katarina plays after school sports. We know. Coco, you know, is in Taekwondo and jujitsu and Nikki plays hockey, but Max doesn't do anything. So Max is playing basketball and then she stopped and she doesn't do anything. She does nothing. And, you know, here we have the Dubrow diet coming out this year. I am all about fitness and eating healthy and in terms of wellness, like I don't want my kids to have food issues. I don't not, I don't want any of that. And it's such a fine line to especially with girls and especially you know in puberty years when their bodies are changing and whatnot it's it's hard to know where to go and you see them eating unhealthy and you know i've always done a thing where i don't talk about calories like if we go to the movies i turn the box over and i go let's see how many servings are in the box but what i'm seeing is is that you know max and her friends they don't they don't care what the serving size is and and you know, my family didn't exercise, so I didn't have that in my life. I had friends that did, and they, like my friend Jen James, they always played sports and they were always outside. That was their kind of family. Right. My family brunched, you know, mm-hmm. like that was just how I grew up. Right. And we don't do sports together as a family, and we don't like all go out and play tennis together because we just don't. But out of all of them, Max's hobbies are hobbies that aren't things that put you in motion. She sings. She loves medicine. She's, you know, into like all kinds of things, but they're not things that move your body. And we all need to do that. If I were taught how to properly eat the right proportions, Mm -hmm. if I was taught portion control and exercise in high school, Mm-hmm. It would have saved me. Oh, me too. Agreed. Like the best. decades. Because yep. I went from, you know, heavy to skinny fat to really heavy to always dieting to, you know, like j- constantly. Mm-hmm. And now, at you know, at this age, I'm the healthiest and most fit I've ever been in my life. Right. Because we figured it out. We keep learning and you keep figuring it out. Yep. Yeah. And the best thing you can do is teach your kids teach your kids now so they don't have to go through it painfully like we did. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. I mean, I feel like I always have. We serve healthy foods. Right? Here's what happens. And see, you're you and I and I say this in a good way, we're like control freaks. You take it to another level with the food mm-hmm. because you're so good at meal prep and and the way you pack your kids' food is great. Now, I pack my kids' food really well too. Yours is epically good. 
Mine's not as good. There's Oreos in mine. But, but we didn't grow up with some things in my house. And so when we'd go to other people's houses, I would be like, give oh, me right that. And, and, and if my mom had taught, she never taught me like, yeah, have Oreos, but have two. Look at the serving size. Right. That's two. Eat the two cookies and enjoy every bite of it. Right. I would be sneaking them mm-hmm. and trying to eat them as fast as I could to get them in right. and never enjoyed them. Oh. And you feel guilty. And, you're, and then yeah, you feel guilty. Totally. So. All right, but this is what happens. When your kids start to get more independent, you don't know everything that's going in their mouth. Because when they go hang out at the mall, and this is what we used to do too. I remember my parents used to drop us off at the mall, the Bazaar Mall in Mount Kisco. I'll never forget this. How did we do this? We We were there all day with like $20. Yeah. All day at a mall. But it wasn't even a mall like we have now. There were probably three stores. Like, who right. knows what it was in there? But I remember we'd go eat, like, pizza bagels and chocolate and fun. Yeah. And that's what you did was you would eat. Totally. So when you lose control of seeing everything that goes into their mouths, you start going, well, I can't control it anymore. And now their hormones are raging and they're seeing what their friends are eating. And mm-hmm. what do you do with that? Right. So I'm at a moment right now where I'm seeing that. You know, Max and Nikki are going into high school. Right. Nikki is uh, is like very controlled, mm-hmm. meaning he eats all of this healthy stuff. But if he wants, and, and I never understood this, this is a guy thing. If he's eating a donut and he gets to the last bite and he's full, he doesn't eat it. Like I would just eat it because it's there. Right, me too. Yeah. He doesn't. <laughs> it's very strange. Yeah. But I think that's a guy thing, don't you think? Yeah. But Max is more like me. And look, I love volume. I like to eat. Like my friends, you uh, you guys know, I mean, I'll eat a full steak. I, I right. eat. I like volume. But I figured out how to have my volume and maintain a healthy size and with the exercise and the balance. And I'm not crazy about my exercise. For the most part, I work out an hour a day. Right. And I take one day off, usually a week. Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. Um. I don't feel like you have to work out four hours a day. You don't right. have to be like crazy about it. You don't, but you have to do something every day. It's all about sweating every day. You, it's called daily exercise. And sometimes you feel better than others. Sometimes you kill it in the gym. You do amazing. Well, sometimes you, you're lame, but yeah. you do something and right. you get your blood pumping. It's good for anxiety. It's good for your brain. So I'm trying to explain to Max that you need to work out. It's not, she looks great. I mean, we just went shopping together. She fits it, it, normal clothes. She's perfect for her her height and her age and the whole thing. So I'm, I don't want to give her a complex, but I need her to move her body. And so she went nuclear on me. And in the same way, like Terry does that same thing, it's because she knows I'm right. Mm-hmm. And so she went crazy on me. And I was like, well, listen, you can be pissed off at me today or you can be pissed off at me 10 years from now. And I'm going to just choose today. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't have this conversation with you and I just let you figure it out on your own, you're going to be mad at me 10 years from now. And I don't want that to happen. And to me, I think you should try and see problems before they happen, right? Because I'm seeing her not having a sport. She's not into sports. That's okay. I wasn't into sports. But, you know, you do things until you find the one type of exercise that you can either tolerate or that you can do until you enjoy it. She went crazy on me and she was mad at me. I mean, it was like an epic teenager moment with the I hate yous and, and, you know, she was accusing me of, you know, thinking that she's fat and she was, and I told her, I don't, I think you're perfect. And I think you're beautiful. I go, you need to be healthy. I go, this is what I care about. When I look at the four of you kids, 
and I look about how you eat and how you move your bodies, this is what I think about. I want you to have blood pumping and good circulation throughout your body. I want you to watch your sugar intake, not because I'm worried you're not going to be a size two. It's because I don't want you to have high cholesterol and diabetes at a young age. And if you think that doesn't happen, it does. And it's a problem in our society. And And I said to him, like, you have resources. You have me, you have dad, you have friends. You've, I mean, Jesus, you got a gym in the basement. Right. You don't, we could do anything you want to do. We just have to do something. So she was so mad at me and she sent me the most hideous text messages. And you know what I did? Nothing. I just kept responding with, I understand why you feel that way. I'm sorry you feel that way. Then eventually I did say, that's enough. Mm-hmm, You're being yeah. mean and I'm not going to tolerate this. Right. So I hired this gal that Lindsay turned me on to, Talia. Oh, God. Yeah, I hired Talia to come over. Um, last night and I just didn't give her the option. And, um, so she came over and she's great. She's young. She's got a lot of energy and she came over and Max was so mad. And I purposely wasn't home. Right. I was out with Coco doing Taekwondo. And so, um, she had no choice. Because the girl showed up the at the door. Up there and you got to do it and she can't pull you into the exactly. room. And- yeah. And so she did it. And then afterwards it was interesting. The text messages shifted to... Um, so I guess, I guess she's coming on Thursday with like a tone and I'm like, cause she could only come in the morning cause she has a thing. I go, yeah, she can only come in the morning. Do you want to try it? It's very early, but if you want to try doing it before school and then you take a shower and then I go, I like working out in the morning cause it gets it over with. I go, but it's kind of early. So you have to see if you like that. And I just like, I very didn't cool, very just, just through the whole thing. I never like, it was never a choice. It's like, this is what we're doing until you figure it out. Cause she was like, I can do this myself. I don't need you. And I go, you do need me and I'm here and this is part of my job and I'm here to help. So she worked out with her. And when I got in her room, she was showering and singing in the shower. Mm. And I thought, see, this was good for you. You needed this. And there's so much pressure in high school, especially. And I think this is why, because they were getting into high school and I I felt like compelled because as soon as they got accepted to high school and now it's a reality, I felt compelled to try to make her life easier for her. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if she can figure this out right now, by the time she starts in the fall, she's going to understand it. Because I know I've always had low level, level anxiety, sometimes higher than others. But I have found that when I work out first thing in the morning... Obviously, after I drop the kids off at school, it completely changes my day. Right. It's true. That's why, I mean, you work out at what, 545? Yeah. First thing in the morning before anyone's awake. It just changes how you feel. I'm so excited to see how that's going to go for her. Yeah, me too. I mean, and I'll let you know how it's going. But I mean, if you have kids at home, I don't, I, even doesn't really matter what age they are. Mm-hmm. They always have to be moving. Our lives are just so much different now. Our mm-hmm. kids' lives are so much different than my life was at that age, they just, they don't, they're so scheduled and there's so much homework totally. that they don't have time to just run around. Right. Um, anyway, she never apologized, but I got the, I love yous and, you know, and I said, do you want me to work out with you on Thursday? Do you want me to get up? I'll get up early with you and do it with you. She goes, I can do it myself or I don't need you. It was kind of mean, whatever she wrote. And I was like, that's fine. I go, you just let me know if you ever want me to do it with you. To do it with you. And she wrote back, okay. Have you guys heard of Havenly? Have you ever wanted to redesign a space in your home, but you don't know how? Havenly is the coolest way to design spaces in your home on any budget. You partner with an interior designer to create a beautiful design based on your unique style and space. You can then buy what you love directly through Havenly's platform with access to hundreds of retailers and the guaranteed best prices. It's super simple. 
because Havenly takes the hassle out of designing a new space, and Havenly makes your living space better. Everyone can use a little help with designing a space in their home, and Havenly is the easiest and most affordable way to actually do it. So if you've been sitting there and wondering, oh, I really want to redesign something, but I don't know how, you get to work with Havenly's team of designers. They work with you online to design the living space of your dreams, whether it's a guest room, a family room, a kitchen, doesn't matter. And it starts at just $79 per room. Can you believe that? $79 per room. And Havenly helps you every step of the way using your budget and your style to shape the design you want at a price you can afford. Everyone deserves a beautiful living space. Start by taking the free Havenly style quiz. It's a fun way to learn your unique design style, and it helps Havenly match you up with the perfect designer to put together the perfect room. So turn your Pinterest board into reality. Try Havenly today by visiting Havenly, that's H-A-V-E-N-L-Y, Havenly dot com slash Heather, and you're going to get 25% off your design package. That's Havenly, H-A-V-E-N-L-Y dot com slash Heather for 25% off your design package. Havenly dot com slash Heather. You're going to love this. You know, have you ever yeah. been, have you been in a 12 yeah, store on 17th Street? Uh, my friend owns it. It's phenomenal, like the best workout stuff. But anyway, so they sent me over some stuff because I need to find something to wear for the cover shoot of our book. Right. So they sent me over some stuff, and some of it I, I loved. And some of it wasn't really right for me, so I brought it into Max's room, and I was like, are you interested in any of these leggings or this? And she was like, no. And then she goes, well, uh, uh, let me see. And she was like, well, th- those are cool. I'm like, yeah, these are cool, whatever. And I said, you know, I can take you to the store this weekend if you want. and Because they don't just have workout clothes there. They have like, right. you know, and she wears leggings to school. And I was like, you know, we can go look for things, whatever. She was like, okay, okay. And then she was kind of nice to me. And she hugged me and gave me a good night kiss. And then she was, and then this morning I said to her, I go, I texted her because I drove Nikki and someone else drove the girls. And I texted her um, and I said, hey, do you want to go to the boxing class with me on Saturday? She was like, well, what time is it at? And I told her, she was like, okay. So she's going with me. That's great. Let's see if she goes. That's really good. But I don't want to turn her into like a crazy person about this. And I really want to stress the fact that she looks fantastic. She's a beautiful girl. Mm -hmm. Her body's beautiful. Thank God she got the Kent breasts. That's all I have to say. (laughs) Is that TMI? (laughs) We all have good boobs in my family. But anyway, or I did before I had them. But um, no, but she's like a beautiful girl and she looks amazing. But, you know, God, it was – I can't tell you how – upsetting that 24 hours was. Mm -hmm. It was just awful. But now I feel like, and that's why when I walked in and I started talking to you, Natalie, I was like, I feel like I'm so exhausted from the last five days, but I'm also exhilarated. I'm exhausted because it was a lot of work with Terry and the kids in New York and, you know, making sure everyone had time together and making sure, you know, he was in a good mood and protected and, you know, making sure the girls were having a good time and schlepping everyone around. And then the stress of the high school thing, which was honestly more stressful than, well, it actually wasn't really as, I think getting them into kindergarten was more stressful, weirdly. (laughs) This wasn't as bad. And then the exhilaration of them getting in and then... The whole thing with Max. It's just, it's, it's a lot just, of emotions. it's a lot yes. of emotions that it's such a roller coaster. But I woke up this morning and I felt so good. I laid in bed for like 10 minutes again since the angel reader. And I was like using my imagery and picturing things and just being so grateful for my life and the kids and where everyone is. And just, I, I it was so good. 
To me, that's the best thing to do in the morning. Mm -hmm. Terry doesn't agree. Terry thinks Sundays and Mondays suck no matter what. No. I mean, they're not – I think it depends on your mindset. If you go into it thinking, ugh, the anxiety – I mean, because we used to talk about this all the time. We had anxiety on Sundays. Mm -hmm. But I think if you just flip it and it's like, okay, it's the start of a new day. Yeah. But, Lindsay, you're the one that changed my Sundays. Mm-hmm. I've always had anxiety on Sunday nights, always. But you said something like, I love Sundays because it fe- it's like New Year's Eve because Monday yeah. is New Year's Day. It's a new week and something could happen. And it resonated with me because I thought, that's so interesting because on Sundays, nothing's going to happen on a Sunday, right. meaning you're not going to get the news you're waiting for. You're, mm-hmm. you're not going to get a job. You're not going to get the account you're waiting to hear about. You're not going to get your grade back. Like, right. Nothing happens on Sundays. Right. It's a relaxing day. It's a family day. It's whatever it is, unless you work on Sundays. But but for the most of us, you right. know, it, that is it. And when you said that, I thought, oh, my gosh, she's so right. Monday, I used to – Natalie and I used to go, we want good news Friday. Mm-hmm. And we do. We yeah. still like good news. And right. when we get good news, we go, let's stop talking. Because yeah. <laughs> I like good news on a Friday, so it makes your weekend good. But the truth is, Monday morning good news yeah. is the best totally. news ever. So Terry and I on Dr. Mrs. Guinea Pig last week, we were talking about, you know, the Sunday-Monday thing. And I was saying, because of you, Sunday nights are now great to me because I'm looking forward to Mondays. Yes. And you're planning. You're making, you're planning out the week. You're mm-hmm. forecasting. Not dreading it. Yep. I love Mondays. And I sit in my bed on Mondays. I, set, I always set my alarm. I don't snooze. I guess you, I kind of snooze, but I set my alarm and then I set it for again 10 minutes later. And in those 10 minutes, I lie in my bed with my eyes closed and I just, I think about, you know, like I said, g- gratitude. I think about, you know, that my kids are healthy. You know, I take the, at first I think about the things that we, you know, that quote that everyone always posts, like the things that you wish, the things that you take for granted are things other people wish for. Right. Absolutely. I think about all that stuff first. Everyone's healthy. Mm-hmm. Everyone's, you know, you know, doing well. Everyone's, you know, uh, this is going good. This is going good. Yeah, there's still things. And then I think, okay, like, so what do I want to happen this week? Or what can I visualize? Or what can I do to further things that I want to happen? That's how I jump off Monday morning. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think that your mindset is everything, Mm -hmm. you know, like if you, if if I'm having like a kind of like a crazy day, a couple little things have happened and I'm just like, you know, in your, your, your mindset is everything, especially with business. Like if I'm like, God, if everything keeps hitting me, but then sometimes I'll just wake up and I'll be like, you know what? All these things I can handle Mm -hmm. They're you know, they're not that impactful, but now uh, if other little things that I would normally shake off, you know, you're, you're just like, you're prone to more bad things when you're thinking I'm having a bad day. All these things suck. Mm -hmm. Then little things are able to like get through your barrier. Mm -hmm. It's like you are what you think about all day long. It's true. Shift your mind. You know, I always catch myself doing that. It's like shift your mindset, you know, And and then your perspective's different. Absolutely. Monday. Oh, I get up on beds on Monday morning. Like, whoo. Like just you know, run for it, like charge it. Yes, I love that. It completely that and my Primo Beats. I mean, not to be like selling right now, but I'm telling you, Primo Beats changed my life. That's funny. It's so true. That nitrous oxide, Mm -hmm. because I don't drink caffeine in the morning. Oh, I'm like a new person. It take it when you wake up. Oh yeah. I drink it in the morning. I drink it in the afternoon. But it's like it's like if you ever wake up and, and even if you do your imagery and you're still like draggy and it feels a little like Groundhog Day or you don't have anything to look forward to that week or like something like really irritating is happening that day. Yeah. Like I drink the beats and all of a sudden I'm like, 
clear. Clear and yeah. balanced and feeling like, I got this. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Tell me about, so you posted um, a picture of Craig on the couch. Were there two buddies on the couch with yeah. him? And you wrote, this guy has the life. Oh what was that gosh. all about? So we have um, a guest bedroom that is like revolving. I think yes. it's because, I, don't, I think it's because I really try to be cool. Like we're controlling. We like things a certain way. Um, but I really try to be cool mm-hmm. just because I feel like, like if my husband's at a dinner with buddies, which he often is. And people, you know, the guys are talking about their wives or the single guys are talking about dating. Like, I want my husband to, to even if he doesn't say it, I don't care what other people think, but I want him to not be looking at what other people are saying and be like, ooh, that sounds awesome if I was single. I want him to think of, you know, the thing. So when he has friends, like, so basically with the guest bedroom, it's always last minute. Like mm-hmm. this last time I get a text, but I don't even see the text. And a guy comes rolling in the front door because everyone knows our front door code Stop. with his suitcase. Stop. And of course, and so then I, 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 but I look like, you know, I look like an a-hole because my face is kind of like, what are, what you, are doing you doing with your bag? And then I look at my phone. It's like, you know, so-and-so is coming to stay with us. I'm like, got it. He just entered with his luggage. <laughs> so it's a hard balance between, you know, not being too uptight, but still like, you know, I, you know, three little kids and. I, and you're cooking for everyone. And I'm cooking for everyone. Totally. Yeah. You're, oh, you're going to diet this one. So listen, he, he, so he doesn't tell me that the guy's coming into town. I keep telling him what's the plan for dinner. What's the plan for dinner? Oh, he is coming into town. Okay. Um, so I'm like, am I preparing a meal? What's going on? They all come. He doesn't respond. They all come home at the same time, right? So now I have my kids, him and his two buddies who've all arrived at the same time and I haven't like planned to make a dinner, but I've been asking him all day for a dinner. Right. So I'm like, what can I make that everyone's going to eat? And the baby just started eating real food. So he's in a high chair now. So I'm really feeding him meals and chopping everything up. It's just like a whole new dynamic. So I- Has he had a cookie? He's had a little bit, but oh. I'm saving like the epic cookie moment for you. <laughs> I better you know, be there. Many months waiting. So he was like one month. You tried. Um, so I made fajitas, right? I made this huge thing of fajitas and fresh, um, pizza. So I had fresh pizza dough. Like, thank goodness I had already meal prepped. I do fajitas and I do guacamole, the whole thing fresh. I have it out within like 30 minutes. And I'm just like, yes, I had like a win moment, right? Yeah. We just got back from Cabo and we did a lot of fajitas because we were trying not to eat a ton of tortillas and chips the whole time because we were there for, from Saturday to Saturday, so many days. So I put everything down and Craig goes, oh, I'm so over fajitas. I'm not – pushes it away and does not eat. Oh. Because he's over – and I li- and I just looked at him and I walked away because I was like, not going to react. <laughs> Although Natalie. Hmm. What? Taco night. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. What? I had that moment too. <laughs> no, that was different. You told him in advance. This was guys co- – yeah, I'm, totally. I'm joking. This was yeah. guys coming. By the way, he would should have been happy if there was dog food on oh, the plate. Oh, yeah. Dang. But the thing is, is in their guys. But he does that. Like but he a... does that in front of everybody too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you was... know the two friends, or yes. they? Okay. One of them was staying with us, and one of them is his buddy. That's always. So around. what'd you say? But I was just shocked. I mean, I was just like, "You've got to be kidding." Were the other two eating? Oh yeah. Like they'll. they'll yeah. They'll... Did you have dinner? Did the girls have? Did the kids have dinner with all of you together at the same time? Usually he's working or he has other stuff. I try to arrange it as much as I can, but usually it's me and the kids having dinner. Yeah. And then I so you eat at five thirty, yes. Unless our activities go a little bit later, but yes, I usually eat at five thirty with the kids, and then I'll prepare or I'll have like a little snack with him, or sometimes I'll feed them. And if I know he's coming for sure, I'll wait and eat with them. Mm -hmm. That's what you do, right? You feed the kids and you wait and eat with him. The kids, my kids eat early. Yeah, they eat at like five five thirty. As soon as they honestly, like almost right after they get home, they want to eat. Yeah, so they eat at about five five thirty, and Coco eats the latest because of Taekwondo. Right. So she doesn't get – she usually eats uh, at 6.45. Oh, 
But then it depends what time Terry's up. So if Terry gets home at his normal time, she'll eat with us. And we'll have dinner at like 6.30, 6.45. But like last night, he had a long day. So I sat with her and then I ate with him at like 7.45. Right. Yeah. It's hard. But then cooking, I feel like I'm in the kitchen the whole night. Because I'm, ki- I'm doing that, then I'm... Well, well I don't cook, day. so well, I don't have to... then you have to clean. It's like pick up after. all of it. Yeah. I, know. I know. So much. It's interesting because I love it, but I realize like with all these things and want to start new businesses, like I really have this new itch and I, th- I think about my day and all the hours in my day and I think that's one thing that I have to cut because it's probably a solid like two hours a day and mm-hmm. I simply just don't have enough time right. to do more things. Yeah. And that's one of those things where, you know, whatever else I sort out, that's probably the thing that has to go. Right. right? Yeah. You, you can't, you know, I couldn't sleep any less. You, you yep. know, I want to pick you need up your priorities. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's one of the things that I'll have to kind of, you know. Outsource. Yeah. Outsource yeah. a little bit or cut down on simply for, a, a, you know, from a time and efficiency perspective. But, but you don't make like one meal and then make his plate and put it aside yes. so that, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, but my kids are very – my girls are very particular and plain eaters. So it's like several different things. It's not mm-hmm. like, you know, one casserole. For I tried yeah. to do the whole everyone eats one meal. I just yeah. – I, I, I can't. Oh, and different. and in keeping with wanting them to eat in a healthy way, right. it's easier to make more than one thing right. because then they'll eat it. Right. And I'd rather have that than have the default, okay, well, I'll have pasta. Right. Always. I'll have butter noodles. Or but yeah, mm-hmm. I can't stand the pasta. Me too. That's like the worst. I'd rather them have like a thin slice of pizza or anything but butter noodles. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. All right. So how do you resolve that with Craig? So this was two nights ago. Then last night. Wait, what do you say at the moment? I would have, I mean, I would have given him the look. I I gave him a look, but I was just more, I was honestly shocked. And I was honestly more like, just like living in my own moment, just like deflated. Like, did that really just happen? Like he didn't realize that I had asked him all day what dinner was. Last minute, now I have, you know, you know, all these people nailed it. Like the dinner was delicious. Uh, but I think that that's the thing is he has it so good. I, just like mm-hmm. you, I always make sure everything's handled. If he doesn't have a lunch plan, and I it's sure a mistake he, on our part, yes. yeah, because we we you teach them baby them right. We yeah. teach them how to treat us, and when you make it all happen, they expect it. And, and Lindsay and I talk about this a lot too. It's like you know when everything goes right, there's not a lot of kudos because we're good at it's making both, things go right. right. It's when things go wrong, mm-hmm. it's like whoa, wow, how'd that happen? Totally, exactly. it's like anything with putting yourself out there. If you're doing two hundred. 50 things in a day, you're going to have minor fails. Absolutely. If you do nothing in a day, it's easy to not have side Right. Steps, you know? So did you, oh, so you didn't make died. a comment. You just so right. Quiet. I just looked at him just like, you've got to be kidding so me. You didn't so, say, can I make you something else? Or uh, then okay. later I said, if you're like, because I like, you have to say something because right, that's the hard right. part. You want to be cool, but you also don't want to be walked on. So then I just said, if your wife makes you and your friends a lovely meal, you should eat it. But he still didn't. <laughs> he just he let didn't. it sit there. Yeah. He just, he went, just didn't. he went to he bed ate the kids. He ate the kids, like the healthy, like chicken nuggets and stuff that I fed the kids. He like picked off of their plate. And that's one thing I need to work with him on sometimes. Like he'll eat, like if he's starving, he'll get like a $6 protein burger from Carl's Jr. Like, listen, his standards for food aren't that high to where he just decided that he wasn't feeling He was being pissy. Yeah. He was, Mm -hmm. yes. But I think, you know, but at some point you make it too good to where it's just like, you know, Mm -hmm. how. Okay. So then what happens? So then his friends come over. Um, so then last night, I'm like, you, you, you know, you need to tell me ahead of time. He's like, I'm going to pick up some stuff to barbecue. 
So we did like a big barbecue fiesta again with all the friends and all the things. And it's a hard thing because with, with the little kids and stuff, it's just too crazy in the house. I yeah. love his friends. They couldn't be any nicer of guys, but it's just too much. So they do a big dinner, like love it. They're standing up eating, they're drinking wine, and then they watch a movie on the couch loud. So of course the girls don't want to stay in bed. They, right. hear, they, they hear the TV on downstairs. So, but of course I never want to him, I never want to be a wet blanket. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, you know, can you turn it down a little? And I go in there and I read forever, you know, like you do, how you let him sleep in, you let him have his moment. But at what point is that balance to where, you know, yeah, I don't know if I'd be cool about that. You're so lucky. Terry doesn't like a lot of people. He really doesn't. It's good, yeah. but I don't know. But I, cause I, I agree with what you're saying. And I think it's a very cool attitude, but where do you draw the line? And I've had those moments with Terry where I realized I've gone too far in the other direction to where he doesn't do anything custodial with the kids because I've made it so he doesn't have to. Now, from his point of view, he works so many crazy hours and he's so hair on fire with everything he does. When he comes home, he doesn't want to have to do that stuff. And for me, as someone who loves him and wants him to have a relationship with the kids. Yeah. I'd rather have him when he's with the kids, have fun with them and not do that. But I've definitely gone too far in the other direction sometimes with that. But yeah. So where do you draw the line when your kids aren't sleeping and people are coming in and out all the time? Right. So did you get mad at him at all? No. So then I just, I just kind of chalk it up to, you know, he's been really good. And a lot of times, sometimes it'll be all my friend stuff. Like we're going out. He's like, who are we going out with? I'm like, Heather and Terry, you know, that's right. our Saturday, you know, like I'll book it. And, and he's always very cool. Well, plus he loves you guys. But a lot of times it'll be my stuff or work involved or whatever. And he's always game. And he's usually yeah. game, usually. But it's hard to not feel walked on, but also, you know, and to have craziness at, at, at your house multiple nights, one night, fine. Um, and just so unexpected. Give me a heads up. Yeah. Let me know the end date. Yep. Yeah. That's exhausting. So yeah. So then his friend will stay for like a week. And again, nicest guy ever, but it's just too much. Like I'm trying to get the kids in the car. They want to hang out with him. It's just too much. Like yeah. with three little kids, it's just too much. But again, I just want to be a cool wife so that when he's at that dinner and of course in other situations, but I use that like, you know, when he's at, cause I've been at those guys dinners and the single guys talk about their nights out or whatever. And even though the married guys can see through the fakeness of that and stuff, mm-hmm. I just don't want, I never want to be that wife to where, you know, they're coming downstairs. But to- do you think he thinks about that for you? Like I want her when she's with her girlfriends to think right. I have the best husband or I have, do you think right. he thinks that? Or do you not think he has that same? Yeah, guys don't think that. No, no, I don't no. think they no. go through that process. No, they would. That, by the way, that thought would never no. even occur to them to have a thought, anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Heather Dubrow's World is brought to you by Jergens Wet Skin Moisturizer. Now you can lotion up on wet skin. It instantly absorbs for softness that lasts all day. Jergens, let your beautiful shine. If you're a working woman, you might be looking to level up in your career, or maybe you want to pivot into a completely different industry. Well, whatever your goal is Georgia Tech Scheller's College of Business, they can help you get there. The Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business full-time MBA program consistently ranks top 20 in the nation. Scheller's full-time MBA program is ranked number one among top business schools when comparing total tuition costs with the average starting salary. Tuition is over 50% lower than other comparable ranked programs. The 
full-time MBA class of 2023 achieved a record-breaking average salary of over $154,000, a 12.5% increase from the previous year. In addition to the affordable tuition, Scheller offers many full scholarships and fellowships for women. If you want to discover more about the program, attend one of their full-time MBA webinar information sessions. When you attend an information session, you'll receive an application fee waiver. Visit gtmbawomen.com to learn more and see where a Scheller MBA will take you. Hey guys, this is Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules, and I want to invite you to the party I'm throwing every week, my new podcast, Shenanigans. I'm going to be getting into some crazy conversations with friends like my first guest, Ariana Maddox. We're cranking it up to 11, playing games, telling juicy stories, and holding nothing back as we get into some Sheena-level nanigans. That's why it's called Shenanigans, duh. So download new episodes every Tuesdays on the Podcast One app at podcastone.com, and don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. This is Heather Dubrow's world. Okay, can I bring up something TMI as long as we're on the subject? I'm diving dying to ask you about this. Me? Yes. The glasses. What glasses? What glasses? The prop. Oh my gosh. You've got to tell me. <laughs> like what? Can I tell the beginning of the story? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Lindsay's texting me and she's just so Lindsay. Lindsay, by the way, is the coolest person yeah. on the planet. Yeah. No, not no, no, you are. But I, I actually have a question based on this part of the conversation, okay. but I've been wanting to ask you about this. So if it's TMI, you just have Never. to tell me. So, so Lindsay texts me, she goes, oh my God, Craig was picking up these reading glasses in the kitchen. And he's like, I, I can't see, I cannot see with these. And she goes, uh, Craig, those aren't real. Those are a prop. And she was, and she tells me in the test, and I don't remember exactly how she texted it to me, but she texts me like, because I had this lingerie and it needed the perfect reading glasses. And, so, and she goes, and so it was left over from that and they were sitting on the counter and Craig picked them up thinking they were reading glasses. She's like, no, dear. That was a Did prop. Did he not recognize them? From Apparently sure. not. <laughs> no, because he couldn't see. Oh, right. He he was going crazy. He is like, something's wrong with my eyes. Oh, my, my God. Your are so working funny. out. like, no, no. Remember when I had we had that nice moment? moment? <laughs> yes, needed something. I need clarification yes. on what piece of lingerie needs reading glasses. But you were, she was so like, it was the look. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Just like I felt it was just all black and just like it just needed some little sexy, yeah, just like to be like you look different. Yeah, you know. Instead of doing do, like, the whole what was the hair? Or, I don't know. I just was like, you know, are I'm you just... into like wigs and all that? No, too? no, no. Okay, like, that's listen, like too that's much. So high maintenance. Yeah, no more. Just like, <laughs> so a little, like <laughs> <laughs> you know. Be me, but like a little, so you know. Is Craig a lingerie guy? Not really. Is it more for you? I think it's just more just to be, just to be like fresh and different, right? After being with someone for so, for so many years. Yes, yes. So he could take it or leave it, but just more to just be like, and to be like, this is important. I'm putting effort into this, you know? Yes. Right. I used to do that. I don't anymore because he doesn't. He's not, don't like it's it. not his thing. He likes naked. I mean, he's not yeah. a lingerie yeah. guy. And I used to do it for exactly the same reasons. And I think it's a good idea. Yeah. And I also think, I don't think it's a bad idea to do it if it gets you in the mood because it makes right. you feel so, sexy. T- yep. You've done all this stuff all day. Yeah. With the kids and you're schlepping Agreed. to get a new mindset and feel good. 
Yeah, I think it's cool. <laughs> I loved it. I've been so, dying to ask like, you about yeah, the cool. I just, this. I was like, ha ha, that's so funny. And then I was like, so what, yeah. what, yeah. what classes go with lingerie? What does the lingerie look it's like? Is that like else. a librarian yeah. sort of thing? No, Is it like an old complex. lady vibe? Is no. it? <laughs> like at the store like yeah but this is all black this is not enough ooh faux glasses done oh <laughs> the hair in the front so funny I right? but but let me ask you this is, why do you do it is it because it makes you feel sexy is it because is it along the same lines as when he's with his single friends they talk about their conquest because here's the thing mm-hmm. when it comes to sex when you're single right guys talk about sex and so do girls we all talk about like you know if you you start dating someone you start getting intimate with someone like we talk about it like mm-hmm. what's it like what's this oh my gosh and then you know i remember i had a friend who dated um briefly george clooney and i was like tell me but like <laughs> everything and she told me a couple things and i was like yes <laughs> Exactly, that's what, what I pictured, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so cool. But but um, the second you get married, you don't talk about it, and it's not because married sex is gross. It's because now you're married, and it puts a different light yes. on the union, and it right. seems like more sacred in some. Right, like sure. you, like, like a guy sitting there, and his girlfriend walks by, might look at his buddy and be like, "Yeah, I tap that." You know what? Right. You, you, your wife doesn't walk by, and you don't look at your buddy and go, "Yeah, I tap that." You, <laughs> no. you don't do it. Yeah. It would be dis disrespectful to do something like that. But that doesn't mean your sex can't be hot. Right. But I'm just wondering, because he's married, obviously he's not talking about sex. Right. He's not going to say, my wife puts on, you know, sexy glasses with her lingerie. Right. But are the guys talking about it? And do you do that because you're worried that those guys are getting that? No. I just want, I just think that in the same way that I want like love and like attention, I feel like guys want sex. Mm-hmm. I mean, really what it is. And I feel like so often, um, we just, we, we let the, we let the routine and we let days go by. And before you know it, you're like, oh my gosh, it's been a week. It's been two weeks or whatever it is, because I think it's important to all of us, but I think it's more important to them. Agreed. So I think that I just keep it on my must list because I want, I think, I think that's so holistic, not about what other people think, or it's just about what he thinks holistically of how happy he is Mm -hmm. because I think that that's just such for for men I think that's such a a part of it and I don't want him to ever think that he could be having more fun right but not about what he says to people or anything but just in his mindset that he feels fulfilled in that way agreed I think sex is very important I Mm -hmm. think you if you're not having enough you need to schedule it for sure because it's like anything else when you get in the habit of not having sex, then you don't have it. And that right. becomes your norm. Absolutely. And then when you start having it and you realize, I mean, there's something that, you know, obviously it's very intimate, but it, you get connected on such a different level totally. that it balances you. Yeah. And I think it's, it's so good for your head. It's good for anxiety. It's good for your relationship. It's good to, the good way to stay connected. Totally. It's just like having a really good glass of champagne, right? It's just like yep. an escape. Well, what kind of champagne? <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking Krug? Or are we... No, yeah, it's so important. It's oh, so no, I agree. And what about you, Missy? What? You know, like... No, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I want to hear about Miami. Oh, Miami. Oh, my God. The best. Wait, before I hear about Miami, did we resolve this? Did you and Craig ever make up or you never talk about it? You just let it no, go? I let it go. I... But that doesn't fester and then one day you like explode because that's me. Isn't that what you do too? 
Yes. No, no. I normally just – I used to be that way. Now I just say it in the moment if something bothers me. Yeah, you've gotten very good I'm at that. You're good. eerily good at that. Yeah. Especially just, with Riley. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just say it, get it off my yeah. chest, but like in a nice way because not, <laughs> it's going to fester. Nice yeah. 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 And then I explode. And then it's I just, just bad I, for everybody. I, I, yeah, it's, I think it's just – I just let so much more go than I used to. Will that make you resentful down the line? Um, no, if it's going to make me resentful, I'll say it right okay. away or mm-hmm. I'll say something. And even if he's not okay with it, I'll just say something super direct and, you know, just super direct and done. Not even an argument, but just, I'll just say it and walk out like, hey, you know, that was not okay and that was not cool. And But that's it. No discussion or anything. Yeah. But I don't think – do you feel, feel like you're a hyper-emotional person? I think I used to be for sure. For sure. But I think over over the years, I've just realized that for our relationship, that just made things – it took, took things to a level 10 too fast, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and I just feel like I just have to choose less battles. And so it's one of those things. I just, But it, it's a push and a pull because also I'm so bossy. I'm such a, you know, strong and opinionated and, you know, but he's bossy too. So two bossy people, I feel like I just – I back down so much more than I used to, but I feel like it makes it makes for a more peaceful situation. Better to have peace yeah. than be right sometimes. That's right. Absolutely. Okay. So I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been laughing because Natalie's a homebody. Uh, we always yeah. say like we're such homebodies and whatever. I'm not a club person. Never really have been. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've been in clubs, obviously, but not really a club person. So Natalie, I just like to be home. I'm a homebody. Da, da, da. So last year, she and Danielle, our nanny, both were in San Francisco at the same time. And Danielle's posting like super trendy, cute pictures of herself here and there and like guys around or whatever. And Natalie's posting pictures of bread bowls and eating (laughs) street fairs. It was hilarious. So we were dying. So we always say bread bowl. It's like our code for that. So Natalie was in Miami this week and I I had to write on her. I DM'd her and I go, who are are you? Because she, she's going to tell us the story, yeah. but she was partying it up and Danielle posted a picture of cheese. And I was like, like what is going on? Yes. Finally. <laughs> I'm okay. not the old woman. So tell us why. You, I want to yeah. know why you went to Miami. We haven't discussed this. I, I haven't know. heard anything. Okay. So because Riley's opening up a hotel. Lido um, House opening Lido House. Soon. Yes. In Newport Beach. Um, he has a lot of reps that want to like wine and dine him. So Avion Water gave him two tickets to Miami. For the South Beach Food and Wine Festival. Oh, does that sound fabulous? So, Crazy. Yeah. So they flew us um, out there and put us at the SLS right there in South Beach. Uh, beautiful hotel. The room, TMI, but had a ceiling um, mirror. Yes, I know. We've stayed at, at at one of those hotels. They have mirrors on the ceiling. I do not like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do not need to see myself in the morning. Like, it's just not pretty. Or or at night or middle of day. Oh, you know what the good news with me is with that mirror is that I didn't have my contacts in. <laughs> oh, thank God. You but didn't. you know what? I sent a picture to Terry. Do you remember we went? To, I went to that one in Vegas when they were doing Botch by yeah, Nature I and remember. they were in Las Vegas. I think you showed me the photo. Of course, I yeah. sent it to. I had to pose correctly. Yeah, I had totally. to put the sheet in the right spot. Okay. But when I you wake that. up next to them, it ain't pretty. I literally, <laughs> I had to shimmy over before he woke up so that my face wasn't in the in the shot. It's not cute. Stop I it. swear. I swear. For, it's I first of all, you should sleep with a tinted moisturizer. But on. the 
I love sleeping with tinted it's, moisture. That's going to be oh, all white. over your pillow. Yeah, it was, oh, it doesn't rub off. It's light. It's not like makeup. Do not sleep with oh, tinted moisturizer. That is going to clog no. your pores. It wasn't It's my favorite thing. Why? Because oh. you want him to see you looking I, well, even I do, in the morning? I do, it if, I do it even if he's out of town. Like, I just want, I don't want to look you like want, death in the right. morning. I want to wake up and be like, yeah. Oh, have you had a just, mirror above no, you? And you're but like, if, oh, But I would put extra tinted moisturizer on before bed. You guys are killing me. Okay. Just use Volumigen. You'll be fine. <laughs> go on. All right. So you so, Anyways, right. sorry. So we so we get so we take a red eye, and we get there like five a.m. So we're thinking, okay, we're not gonna be able to check in until two. So what are we gonna do? We'll go for a run. We'll go for breakfast. Do whatever. Right. So we get to the hotel. We drop off our stuff, and I'm like, let's just try to check in, right? Maybe they'll just give us a room. And sure enough, they did. So luckily, we got to sleep a little bit. Good. And then saw the mirror. Yeah, saw the mirror. <laughs> freaked out a little bit. <laughs> Shimmied over so my face wasn't in it. What did he and say then, when he saw the mirror? He's like, "Oh, that's hot." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, for you." I'm like, "Yeah." Oh. You're no, like, "Mental note: like, not going to be on top." <laughs> I, yeah, I was already thinking, "What position? How am I going to lay? What am I going to wear? Uh, Where are my glasses?" It's a lot of, a lot of stress. <laughs> I'm like, "Shoot, Too man!" Bad. Now I have to think about that. All right, so um, so we sleep, we wake up, we walk around. The culture's incredible. It's cool. South Beach home. is cool. Yeah. Oh, I felt at home because everyone's speaking Spanish and there's mu- – oh, it's just so fun. So we went and sat across the street at this Italian restaurant that was when – oh, by the way, before I even leave, my I went to Sephora and there was um, – I was like trying on different lipsticks. Oh, and I bought you the lipstick that you wanted, the one that I have. That oh, you thank always, you. Yeah. But they have like this little exfoliator there, right? So I'm like trying on things and then I'm taking it off with the exfoliator, trying on lipsticks. Oh, saying, no. Okay. <laughs> Mid-flight on the way out, I wake up. I'm like, my lips feel so weird. And I look in the mirror. They're this big. Huge. They completely like <laughs> – they were raw and gross and it looked like I got like 10 lip injections oh. in my life. And then I broke two nails, which I still haven't gotten fixed yet. Which... Those are your natural <laughs> nails, just like Lindsay's new natural look. <laughs> my God, it was terrible. Anyway, so I'm like, whatever. It'll just look like I have injections the whole weekend. So, um, so that happened. Okay, so then we're at breakfast and – he was like, yeah, we should go to the pool later. I'm like, okay, great. So then he orders and he orders pasta and he orders all these. And I can't say no. I'm not going to say no. So now I'm stuffing my face, my big lips and my broken nails. I'm like, this is great. I'm having the best time ever. But we're drinking. So I'm like, I really don't even care at this point. You're like, did I pack us wrong? <laughs> and my oh, high heel pool did. shoes? Don't. Oh, no, I didn't. I wore, I wore flats. Really? But I didn't know that the SLS has like the biggest like Vegas pool. So now I'm walking down to my flats and my big lips and I'm just fat because I just had pasta. And there's like literally girls in stilettos and like the hottest six Oh, it's pack. South Beach. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh my God, take me back to the mirrored room. Like I just, it's <laughs> so bad. So we're laying there and then we make friends and we get in the pool. Now we're having a good time. I, we, him and I have the best time together. I love that. Um, Getting my speech ready for the wedding. Uh, <laughs> And so we'd probably drink a little bit too much. We go back. To what were you we drinking? We had these. Um, they were like a, like a mango margarita, Jamaica <gasps> something margaritas. Oh, oh, so good. We have to. Oh, by the way, we have to make those froses that we had in oh, the Maldives yeah. this summer. Is that grapefruit rosé? Oh, yeah, stop for sure. Go on. Anyways, and so then after that, we. Um, but I mean, Avion. I mean, completely just like wined and dined us the really whole. oh yeah so they had an event the first night and it was like i mean it was all you can eat burgers okay but it was like 
it was like people were performing. It was you could drink anything. So those places you were at that you posted, they weren't clubs. You were at events. The first night was an event. Okay. And um, but it was like it's funny. The quality meets was there. Yeah, like I remember went, I told you it was yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that was fine. It was fine. Didn't eat that much. I just took the bread off of everything and okay. just had a few burgers. Good. And bro then diet. that night they went to a we went to a club. Okay. Just the two of you? That was fun. No, with everyone, the whole Avion team. And so they had like tables and bottles. And I mean, these people party, man. Whew. Were they drinking water? <laughs> Partially. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Exactly. A lot of alcohol. Um, and we had the best time. I mean, I was like dancing and I was like living it up like I should be. Good. I know. I love it was that. Fun. American Idol, it's back. American Idol, the singing competition that started it all. I was there. I was in the audience, Kelly Clarkson, and revolutionized the TV landscape has a new home. It's at ABC. The search for a superstar begins on the all-new American Idol on ABC, and guiding the contestants along the way is an esteemed panel of judges. Pop icon Katy Perry, country superstar Luke Bryan, and country superstar Lionel Richie. They are going to be joined by Emmy-winning producer and personality Ryan Seacrest as host of this beloved series. American Idol is the only singing competition to go around the country auditioning hundreds of singers in the search for the most talented, undiscovered performers as their stories are diverse as America is. Contestants from all over the country will audition for the golden ticket to Hollywood and get their chance to light up the world with their voice and their heart. It's one of the most anticipated series of the television season. American Idol Journey begins Sunday at 8 Central, right after America's Funniest Home Videos on America's Network, ABC. I'm going to be watching. Are you? Uh, And then the next day, we... Went to Nikki Beach. They had cool. an event at Nikki Beach. Nice. Where they rented out the whole side of the place. They had food, drinks. I mean, you name it. We had Is there music? Be- yep, music. They had, the be- they had a hookah there. It was so You did the fun. hookah? Did Apparently, the, I missed out hookah. because I didn't do the hookah. <laughs> okay, so go good. on. It was so fun. And, um, and so then I probably drank a little too much that day. Okay. A little too much. And there's this... Picture Justin Bieber, but in like the Spanish version. Okay, got he it. was there. And you I, mean there's a guy that's that famous, or he just looks like that him? famous? No, oh, no what's that his name? Famous. Maluma. Maluma. Yeah. Okay. And so I've heard I of him. See, yeah, he's like a big time. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in the restroom, and there's this girl standing next to me, very pretty girl. And we walk out, and I'm following her, and there's a security guy that meets her, right? And I'm like. Huh, I wonder who she is, or I wonder what. And then someone's like, "Oh, that's Maluma's girlfriend." I'm like, oh. "What?" And so I go, and I'm so hammered at this point, right? And I'm with this other girl um, that works with Avion. She's so sweet, and I'm like, "Let's just go sit by them. Let's just like you know, move your way over there." <laughs> so we go. We're like walking by, like da, 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 just like sitting right in front of them. And the security guard's like, "Sorry, guys, you guys can't sit here." It was like so embarrassing. <laughs> totally kicked out (laughs) like damn it my moment is gone um anyways so uh, after that we ended up going back to the hotel oh no we ended up eating food and going back to the hotel and um and then going to uh that greek restaurant that night and that's what i posted it's incredible and riley wants to redo that for their dana point um hotel concept do which thing the greek restaurant the one that you were that you were saying like where are you what are you doing oh yeah when they were like it's very oh yeah look cool it's incredible 
Yeah. That's but awesome. We had the best time, honestly. So fun. It was so The fun. mirror worked out. Ish. You <laughs> 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 probably enjoyed it more than I did. I didn't even look up, to be honest with you. Really? No, no. I just don't care. You know what it is? I'm not comfortable in my body right now, in my own skin. Okay. So, because when I'm com- like when I'm confident, oh, it's fine, you know? I can walk around naked or whatever. When I'm not, it's like cover me up and I'm I'm just so self-conscious and I hate that because I got myself to this point, but I'm going to get myself back. Okay. That's good. I, and I totally understand what you're yeah. saying. I think um, – yeah, I don't disagree. I'm probably the same way. I, You know, for me, the mirror on the ceiling thing, like I thought it was interesting, but the reality of it is is that I – like I'm not a prude but I, yeah. at all. Right. But I – Found that like watching us wasn't sexy to me. I like it. I, 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 what I like better is like the sensory. Totally. Like just the feel and the taste and the touch and all that. Exactly. And not literally seeing it. <laughs> because it's better in your mind than yeah. what it actually is. Yeah. Uh-huh, I agree. Me too. And, and then I, you know, because I, I remember because we ha- were in that room, I, I did feel like, you know, I, I was looking like how my leg was laying on the bed. You can't it, like... It kind of like takes you out of it a little bit. I, I don't know. Some people, like, I guess if you're like a 22-year-old supermodel, maybe it's hot. Maybe. I don't know. That's why I don't understand if people like record themselves and then watch it. Yeah, I don't get that either. Sex well, is like, you know, I don't yeah. know. You don't... I don't know. No, I couldn't watch exactly. that. Exactly. Like, no. Nah, it happened. Put it away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Keep it away from Keep me. it to yourself, yes. people. Agreed. Oh, that's so cool, though. Yeah, we reconnected. We do very well on trips together, I've noticed. Why do you think that is? Because we are finally, like, giving each other the attention that I think we need. Because during the week, it's just madness. You know, well, it's hard. You both work so many hours. Yeah, and we're just you know we we hardly can talk and see each other and connect. Mm-hmm. So I think when we get away, we just and we have such a good time together that it's just easy. So it's like he's my best friend. So yeah. you know, it's good. We need that, and I won't have that with him for a while. So we we sort of wanted to take it all in. I think that's so great. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. <sighs> I'm so exhausted from these last five days. I don't even think I'm – I'm not really articulating it correctly, like how great and how bad it all was all at the same time. But yet looking back, I know you're exhausted, but in the end you feel like you did a good job. Oh, I'm exhilarated. That's why I keep telling you, like I feel like crying a little bit when I tell you the story because – and I know maybe some of you guys listening, maybe – I'm not telling you every detail because some of it – you know, it's like I can't tell the kids' business all the time because I don't don't think it's fair to them. But – you know, suffice to say, I, we all go through things with our spouses and our kids and our families and our dynamics. And like Lindsay and I were talking about, it's like we're the ones in charge. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes, and I know this is common, I feel like sometimes I, I'm in charge of so much. And, you know, when you're in charge of people's lives and their health and their future and their their whole thing, and then I'm watching this, you know, in New York, this Dear Evan Hansen, and then binge watching This Is Us and seeing... Mm-hmm. basically all the emotions I'm having playing out in like life imitates art, art imitates life and this whole thing. And I, we all go through these struggles and and we all go through these things. And that's why it's so important that when you have the wins that you got to embrace them. And when you've got yeah. the fails, you know, you, you can't hold on to it for too long, but it's so hard not to. Mm-hmm. The one song I think, you know, the first song of Dear Evan Hansen, one of the characters says, I'm flying blind here. Wow. It's like there's no manual. And it's funny because when Max and I were fighting, she was like, I'm not you. 
Meaning? Meaning my experiences and what I went through in my life or my life at her age is completely different than what she's going through. Because even though there there are similarities, she is a different person and times are different. Yeah. So I can, you know, I can't always compare. You can't always compare. And also I can give her advice and I can help her, but I need to listen to her too, because she knows more about what's going on than I do. So we have to work on it together. I don't feel like a dictator sitting here going, and you have to do this. And now you need to do it this way. I I just don't. I feel like, you know, we have to do it as a team. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think I even said to her, I was, I, when we were texting, and sometimes I think texting is good because, you know, then you're not fighting and you yep. can kind of pause and think about what you're going to say. And so I, I was saying to her, I was like, look, I don't have, I know you're not me and I don't have every answer, but I have some answers and I know I can help right. in some ways, not every way, but in some ways I can. And, and, and I was also saying to her, you know, you have to, I, I want you to remember, even if you're pissed at me. You have to remember, my goal is to do whatever is best for you and have you have the best possible life because I love you. I'm your mom. Mm-hmm. And I want you to be happy. I want you to be healthy. I want you to have a great life. And I want everything you want for yourself, I want for you. Right. And she was like, you know, telling me I was controlling and this and anything. And I go, that's true. I'm all of those things. I go, but you know what? If you really think about it, I'm not with you. Mm-hmm. I said, you're a great kid and a great student. And like I always say, you know, grades are currency and so is behavior. So you get independence when you behave that way. Right. I'm like, you're, you're a straight A student. You're a good kid. You've never made, done anything that's made me go, you can't do, uh, you know, right. so you go with your friends. I give you freedom to do all the things you want because I trust you. Right. I said, so if you really think about it, when I tell you you need to work on something or we need to fix something, it's because I love you. Yeah. No, it's not a punishment. Right. But man, it's exhausting. But like you were saying, it's also exhilarating because I feel like I'm hoping it continues, but I feel like we've made like, you know, this breakthrough and I'm so proud of her. And she's such an incredible kid. She's so bright. Yeah. She's so, yeah. And she's funny and she's sarcastic. And she's one of those kids that... You know, to me, she's already an adult because she has very adult-like sensibilities and very – she's almost like a little too smart for her own good, Mm -hmm. whereas Nikki, her brother, is just like the polar opposite. He's so young and he's so like, you know, fly by the seat of my pants and just – they're so different. She's so pretty and she's got everything and she's talented. I mean, kid gods are everything going for her. So anyway, so it was just like, you know. Gosh, but I'm sure so many people can relate to that. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. And then, you know, I have friends whose kids are in high school and they're like, just wait. And I'm like, don't tell me. One step yeah, at a time exactly, here. Exactly, exactly. But I don't, does it have to be that way? I don't know. What? Parts of it, I guess. I mean, I, I think it's just a part of life. And I think re- even when they get married and they have kids, they're always going to go through these, you know, motions. And for you, you're always going to feel like, they're your baby. Yes, but my import the most thing that is most important to me is that they're independent. Yeah. I just I I think it's so important that I'm I'm trying to give them the life skills or having them learn even if it's not directly for me. I want them to have the life skills they need to be independent functioning adults. Yeah. And this is all part of it and as a parent you step back and you go, "Well, crap, am I is this right? Am I? Because trust me, when she was going nuclear on me, I thought, oh my God, maybe I should just drop this and mm-hmm, let it go. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, no, I don't, I, no, I don't think that's the right thing to do. And time will tell. I mean, but I'll I check back in keep, and tell you. If you keep following that intuition and that gut of yours, 
and saying, no, I think I need to handle it this way. I think you're going to look back and say, I can't regret anything that I did because in that moment, I felt like that was the right thing to do. Right. Because I've tried different tactics with it yeah. and nothing's really worked. And sometimes sometimes as parents, it's hard, but you do need to let them figure it out on their own. And a lot of times, you know, we don't give them enough credit and they can figure it out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we just need to give them little pearls, not huge lectures, just little, all right, well, or or just listen. Sometimes they just want to be listened to. I know, like, Nikki's a really easygoing kid, but like a year ago, he was having a problem with this boy that he's friends with. Mm -hmm. And he was like, man, he's just always on my case. He's always on my case. And I go, well, why? And he started telling me stories about it. And I said, okay, and I go, well, what do you, what kinds of things do you say to him? Because I thought, you know, I, I don't always think it's the other kid. Yeah. I want to know like the whole picture. And I didn't tell him what to do. I just listened to him and asked questions and he figured it out himself. Mm-hmm. And then he did ask me, well, what do I do about this? And I, and it, there was this problem he was having with this boy. I felt like Nikki was being insecure about something and therefore was saying things in a certain way that was bugging this kid, so the kid was teasing him. You know what I mean? It was like a little bit of a cycle that was going on there. And I said, don't talk about that anymore. Yeah. And he stopped talking about it. It completely went away, and they became friends. (laughs) I like that he asks you your your opinions, though, and and advice, because normally kids don't go to their parents for that. They'll go to other kids, and they won't give him probably that, you know. Yeah, he does so far. Mm -hmm. And and honestly, like, I would love to sit here and say, my kids tell me everything. I honestly don't want them to tell me everything because I don't think as parents we need to know Mm -hmm. every single thing. But what so far, they tell me the important things, and they've come to me with heavy things. And so I'm very appreciative of that. I think that what I try to do is keep a very open communication. They know no matter what, they can always call me. They can always talk to me. Even if they've screwed up, if something is going wrong, always, you can always talk to me. And they, so far, that's worked out well. That's so good. Heather Dubrow's World is brought to you by Jergens Wet Skin Moisturizer. Now you can lotion up on wet skin. It instantly absorbs for softness that lasts all day. Jergens, let your beautiful shine. Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Well, check off your to-do list at Macy's. I mean, I love weddings. Don't you love weddings? I love going to a wedding. But you have to be really careful with how you get dressed for a wedding because, all right, we all know you're not supposed to wear white, right? You can't wear a white unless they tell you to wear white. And you really don't want to wear black because if you wear black, unless they tell you to wear black, then it feels like you're going to a funeral, maybe, or you're depressed. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. You have to be really careful about what you're going to wear to a wedding. So pulling together the perfect wedding look, not that easy. But when you go to Macy's, they've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, and jewelry. By the way, even skincare and makeup. So you can pull together a look for any dress code. I love one-stop shopping, and Macy's has it all. They've got your glow up covered. So fabulous. All the things you need all in one spot. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop. Hi, this is Eric Bigger from The Bachelorette here to tell you about my new show, Bigger Talks, exclusively on Podcast One. Every week I will be here with my guests taking a deeper look into subcultures of American life from relationships to race 
to gender to sexuality. We're highlighting the strength of diversity. So please join me every Wednesday for Bigger Talks with me, Eric Bigger, right here on Podcast One. Download and listen to new episodes exclusively at PodcastOne.com, the new Podcast One app, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Now, back to Heather Dubrow's world. Oh, the door. Hey, Nick, can you open the front door for Lindsay, please? Sorry. No, you're fine. Oh, 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 there you are. Sorry, sorry. Hi, buddy! Hey! Oh, my god. Parker gosh. Dean is in the house! Hi! Hi! I didn't Seriously? bring a cookie! Hi! I didn't know you were coming. Hi, buddy! He seems like the best baby So, thank goodness, ever. right? What would Hi, I I'm do? Hi, He's always smiling, always He's laughing. Always smiling. He's yeah. Like you're the best baby ever. So how old is he now? He's eight months, almost nine. Wow. Crazy, right? This Do you feel back to this. normal? Oh, no. Not at all. Why? Because I feel like the third was just extra hard on the body. Yeah. And the juggle is so crazy. I, I meant physically. Physically. Oh, no. Physically, no. Um, I think that society does a, such a disservice with mm-hmm. these, you know, the models that – not even models, but like models and actresses that have a baby and two weeks later they're flat stomach and so you're like, what, what is that? Yeah, it's annoying. What, you know, it's a year up. It's a year down. That's yeah, just the way it is. It is. Yeah. And it's even it's not the a, weight. It's just the normalization. Yeah, the normalization. I agree with you completely. And I feel like nobody really says that. It's a year. It's a full year to where and you longer. Like normalized. Yes. Do you remember me telling you this story that I considered getting implants for like 30 seconds? Yes. Have we ever talked about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the show? Yeah. Uh, oh, maybe not. No, I know you and me have talked about it. <laughs> We've talked about everything. You know everything. No, I no, send no. you my naked photo from the ceiling mirror. <laughs> I know. I was covered. Yeah. Um, Draped. I, know, I feel like we've talked about everything. On all right. Show well, I'll point. just recap it quickly just in case. And, all right. So after I had Katerina, I was so deflated because I always – I had natural oh. full D breasts. Natural. Had the kids, didn't breastfeed because after all the fertility, I was just done. I needed my body back and whatever. I just didn't. Yeah. And so – He's just staring at you. Hi. By the way, he keeps looking up and down. I feel like every time you say your breast, he just looks at your He's breast. Like, <laughs> Sorry. Nothing in there. <laughs> so um, so after Katerina, they just deflated and they were so bad. I mean so bad. And I talked about it with Terry. I'm like, what do you think? Should I put in a little implant? It seems so cliche to be the, the wife of a plastic surgeon, surgeon living in Orange County and have implants. And, you know, I have this weird latex plastic mm-hmm. thing, allergy thing. And I was like, with my luck, I'll be allergic to them. They'll encapsulate. Whatever. So I decided to – I just like forgot about it. And I will tell you – that my breast tissue came back. And after I had cocoa, even more so. I mean, I'm now, I would say like a C. Yeah. Like a small C breast. But this is what makes me crazy. I think that people, like we're talking about, like when they have a baby, Mm -hmm. like I can't tell you how many people ask me, did Terry give you a tummy tuck on the table after your C-section? I'm like, no. And you can't do that, by the way. Hello, you have a swollen uterus. You can't have a tummy tuck. Hello. (laughs) Everyone asks. Yeah. And so, no, but your, your body needs... To normalize. And so it drives yeah. me crazy when people have their baby, their last, their, what they say, like, I had my last baby, now I want my mommy makeover. Right. And like six, eight months after they have the baby, they go get implants and a tummy tuck. Right. And I'm totally for whatever makes you happy, 100% you should do. Right. 
But if you use me as a case study, sometimes things pop back, back. and you have to let your body mm-hmm. chill. So you only thought that after cat. You yes. Think after the twins, no. and then after Coco. So they came back after after cat or mm-hmm. after Coco. I don't remember. I think after cat they looked good. Huh. Just give it more time. But even after Coco, I mean, they I have they're bigger now than they were. Yeah. Then. And you're so lean. I mean, that's some great genetics yeah, right. to have, you know, Normally like natural you flatten out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did, but I'm telling you, they bounced back. The yeah. tissue came back. I don't know why, huh. but they did. And, you know, and maybe some people's won't. And you, and if you want right. to have surgery, that's fine. But I just feel like everyone needs to take a beat. It do, it's not like two weeks and you have a baby. Yes. But when I had the twins, I swear, I thought my stomach was going to be flat when I walked right. out. I thought they'd take the babies out and it goes down. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. No, no. 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 I know. I came home with this last one. The girls were like, do you have another one in there? <laughs> no, no. No, This honey. is what I went through with all of you. Yeah, now listen exactly. and eat your dinner. You know what I mean? Like, Isn't that crazy? It's crazy how swollen you are and stuff afterwards. Yeah. It's no bueno. Yep. A full year or longer. I, but then I you look at their little faces and you're like, oh, it was so worth I it. I know. Yeah, no, babies are body And then they text no you, I hate you. And then they text you, I hate you. And then you just show them all your scars. Show them all the let me show you my, yeah. let me show you my C-section yeah. scars. Yeah, exactly. Here you go, dear. Yes. <laughs> so are you done? Done. Done, done you for know. sure. I was done after the two, and then I had a dream about a boy, and I feel like that was a bonus, and even to convince Craig and then kind of do a little bamboozle. I did a little oh, bamboozle that's right. on yeah. Labor Day weekend. And then, yes, so fully, fully done. Yes. You're the you're the finale, Parker. Grand finale. <laughs> I can't imagine managing four. You do it so well. I mean, yeah. isn't it? I mean, it's amazing. I have a lot of help. But I will say this. The, I think, you know, just like everything, it just goes through phases, you know, because right. you have the – I had twins at first. So when you have twins, not, adding anything – I always say this, but I can imagine going from one – baby to two has got to be the most challenging because right. when you have one, it's just one. Right. You just take them around everywhere and it's fine. But when going from one to two must feel like one to 10. Totally. When you start with two, two. adding and, a third was but nothing. I feel like three, you're outnumbered. At least with two, you have, I mean, someone to help you, no? Yeah. I just, I will never forget walking with Nikki and Max holding their little hands. They were two years, six months, seven months. Walking, no, 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 two years, nine months. There were two years, nine months. I was walking with them into Baskin Robbins and I was hugely pregnant with Katerina. And I was thinking, wow, they're potty trained. They walk, they hold my hand, they talk to me. This is so great. I looked down on my stomach like, oh my gosh, I'm starting over. And then I had the same moment at Trader Joe's. I was at, I had picked the kids up from school. I was, because the twins were seven Mm-hmm. Right? Twins were seven, Cat was four, and um, they were the twins were on either side of the, the cart at Trader Joe's, and Cat was sitting in the little seat in front of me, <laughs> and I'm pushing them, and we're walking to Trader Joe's, and I looked down and I was like, oh my God! <laughs> I, did I did it again! How did you tell Terry about Coco? See, I, that's the only thing is that I wish I could have done it because, you know, the first three were but in vitro. Kn- right. But did he know something? No. Was up? No. Because no. you didn't even know. No, I didn't know. Yeah. I, by the way, I was infertile. 
Yes. Infertile. So, and I swear we were going through a dry spell at the time. So I don't, I honestly, I couldn't even tell you how it happened, but I was, um, we were in our house in Pelican that people saw on Housewives. And I was in Max's room getting her ready and I was going to tie her sneaker. And so the twins were how old? So, uh, they were, they were probably- six. No, they're seven. They're yeah. seven because they, I, because I, I got pregnant probably in the spring and yeah. Coco yeah. seven. So no, the, yeah, Coco, Coco seven. seven. Mm-hmm. So the twins were seven and so they were going into what? First grade? Mm-hmm. And, and, oh, right. Cause Coco's in first grade. All right. Yeah. So the twins were seven and Kat was four. So they were all in school. So I was getting everyone ready for school and I was bending over to tie Max's shoe and I felt like I was going to throw up. And I didn't even think, oh, I, might be pregnant. I didn't think anything. I went, I'll be right back. And I went into my bathroom and I dug under my sink and there was an EPT there. It was probably expired. And can you hear Parker? (laughs) Yes, it's true. It was probably expired. I don't know. Bad mom. So I pulled it out, peed on the stick, threw it on the counter. Katerina walked in, forgot about it, did her hair, whatever. She walked out and then I sent everyone down for breakfast. And um, weirdly, Terry was still home because usually he'd be gone. He was home, and I looked at the test, and it spelled out pregnant. It wasn't a line one. It was no, it word. spelled out <laughs> pregnant. There's, there's no Surprise looking at the box. Out. And I looked at it, and I didn't even think it's wrong. Right. I didn't think I should get a blood test. I didn't think I should find out and tell him in this really nice way because right. we knew about the other ones because it was science, right. right? So I looked at it, and I went, <laughs> I screamed his name, he, and he. oh, I was supposed to have an MRI from my sciatica, so he thought like, Something was wrong with me. So he came running up the stairs and he walks in our bathroom and I just held up the test and he looked at it and he started hysterically laughing. <laughs> and I sat down in the chair that was in our bathroom and I was like, oh my gosh. It's like, uh, uh, he started laughing. He goes, I got to go to work. He goes, I'll call. <laughs> I go, don't tell anyone. He goes, I won't. Uh, don't worry. I'll call I'm you. still processing. I go, okay. So I called my sister and she goes, you got to get a blood test. And I go, oh, right. Okay, I'll get a blood test. So I called my OB and I said, okay, I, I, th- I think I'm pregnant. <laughs> I couldn't even believe the words were yeah. coming out of my I'm mouth. Infertile. I was 42. And I was like, I'm infertile. I'm 42. And it's just, I, I've never even seen a positive pregnancy test before. And so I dropped the kids at school. I went to get the blood test. Yeah. And then they called me and they go, yep, you're pregnant. Holy crap. And so they sent me to a fertility guy to monitor right. the pregnancy because they didn't know why I was infertile. So they wanted someone to monitor it and make sure I was on the right meds and everything. And that's, that's how I told them. And how'd you tell the kids? I remember where we were. I don't think I mean, we it, told them until we knew it was a girl. I didn't tell them until I was 12 those, weeks. Yeah. yeah. 12 and, or 13 and how, weeks. How many weeks. And we were in the you... kitchen and I don't remember how we told them. Isn't that terrible? But I just remember, I remember when, and I remember yeah, seeing yeah. their faces. And they, oh, no, I have a video of Max. She cried. It was the most phenomenal did, reaction like, ever. Yes, like- she was so excited. I said, we told them. I can't remember how. Yeah. And Max burst into tears. She was oh. like, oh, my God. Really? She, oh, it was the best reaction ever. Oh. And then Nikki was like, oh, I hope it's a boy. Yeah, <laughs> and I was thinking, sorry, sorry, buddy. No. no. Oh I didn't gosh. tell them right away, though. That is and how many weeks pregnant were you when you found out? Was it right away you felt sick? Oh, no. Oh, no. That's why we knew. Okay. No. I was probably 10, 11 weeks that's when we found along. out. Yeah, that was what was interesting is that that pregnancy was the shortest for me because I found out the latest. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. And you hadn't – I mean, you obviously missed a period, right? You just didn't realize it? I guess. 
And you're so like, yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know. So weird. Yeah, that's crazy. It was crazy. It was the craziest thing ever. We were watching Ratatouille the other day, and Stella's like, I have to see the part where they decided Coco's name. (laughs) So cute. I love that story. So funny. Look at him. He hasn't even like made a peep. He's so quiet. He's Why is he such so quiet? A cool baby. Because I take him. I mean, I ha- I take him everywhere. Yeah, but you know what? It's just his personality. Yeah. Because Katarina was like that too. Very quiet. Yeah. Just, he's good. He's easy. Yeah. They just. I just think nurture nature. Yeah. They come out the way they come out. Yeah. Don't you and think? Katarina's still so like so so nurturing and so mellow like that. Yeah, it's just yeah. his personality for sure. Now, ADT can help protect your family at home and on the go. So get started with the ADT's best offer. It's the ADT starter kit and security camera installed free. It's a $449 savings. Plus, you're going to get ADT Go, the new family mobile safety app and service with 24-7 emergency response. So go to ADT.com slash podcast today to take advantage of ADT's best offer. With 36-month monitoring contract, easy pay and QSP. Early termination and activation fees apply. Additional charge for ADT Go premium services after 331.18. Certain markets excluded. License available at ADT.com. Offer ends April 1st. Yeah. Are you not obsessed with her prop glasses? I that's hilarious. <laughs> I but in my head I thought like oh she does wigs she like goes oh, all no, out. No, no, I mean you're I one of those. That. I guess I should. I don't know. Do people do that? I would have some. I think if he were into it, I would I would have done that. <clears throat> He's not interested. <laughs> He's not. Maybe else? you just have to put on a blonde wig and see. No, this. we've we've or had short... our, we've had interesting moments. We've been together 21 years. Trust <laughs> me, we've gone through all kinds of phases, interesting yeah, ones. But, but how do you keep it interesting? And and different and exciting, but not weird. Not you know. I know, like going to, because I, I would never do that. I think you would put on prop glasses. Oh, I barely. I don't There's know. Like You'd be glasses. too embarrassed. Yeah, you, it's just weird. Like, what do you do? You just walk out, like, hey, yeah. <laughs> just I'm so awkward like that. I don't know what I would even do. Oh, but after you and Riley, like, are you tipsy? Yeah. Okay, do you want you want to hear the most embarrassing, yes. biggest confession <laughs> yes, ever? Totally. Okay. <laughs> Were you tipsy? This is so bad. No. Oh my God, I love it. So we've gone through all kinds of things in our marriage. You know, you go through phases where like toys are interesting or right. whatever, yeah. just things. Okay, everyone's got the drawer, right? You know. Okay, so. So for some reason, Terry really liked the Teletubbies. Shut up. <laughs> Swear to God, no. he really liked the Teletubbies, and we didn't even have kids. No at the time, what? and you bought. It. And there's this place called Trashy Lingerie on La Cienega yeah. in L.A., oh, of course. and they do like the slutty costumes. Yeah. So like, Halloween, it's like a slutty Halloween costume. Yes, yeah. but it's a lingerie store, yeah, and yes. I got a slutty Dipsy costume. Dude, Dipsy is the green one. <laughs> From trashy lingerie. From trashy I can't lingerie. Believe, but it, it even exists. Oh, but it does. And it was sexier. It was like laughable. Like no, like it a was headpiece. Too? It was sexy, dipsy, and it had a headband. No, yes. oh, a headband. Like it was a headband because they have like one has a circle and one. I think it had yes, like a green triangle. And they're fat. Why is he into that? Um, but it wasn't. It was like a sexy, corsety, short, like skirty yeah. kind of <laughs> dipsy outfit. <laughs> Oh, that man! That turned him on. It did. Oh yeah, oh. I had to. I had to, to dry clean Dipsy <laughs> a few times. I did. So funny. You may have to bring that out just you for shit. Did you still own it? No. In the moves that got no. Imagine. 
Dipsy got thrown to the wayside. The sink. I can't believe. Oh, and it, my And God. it was sexy. It wasn't like hilarious. No, like, it wasn't like a big fat suit. It right. was a sexy Dipsy. <laughs> I'm telling you, full corset, D, natural oh boobs God. hanging out That's the top. hilarious. Little waist, little short skirty That's thing. So funny. Mm-hmm. One time Man. on Christmas Eve, I did like... And this sounds like I do this all the time, which I really don't. But I did like <laughs> uh-huh. sexy from like just a Victoria's Secret, like sexy, like Mrs. Claus. Yeah. But I walked out and he literally like died laughing. So no, that's my ever. fear. Yes, your fear realized. And I thought that it was sexy. And from Victoria's Secret, died. you would think. Well, it's... I think I like added props or, like, oh. or whatever, whatever. But he died like you're a joke right now. And so even to this day, he'll be like, like sexy Mrs. Claus, just like full on fail. Like I just changed and like went to bed, like full on fail. Like that's never happening. Oh my god, my face hurts. That's so funny. I can't believe yours was like success. Huge success. Oh, more than once. Dipsy was a big deal. Oh yeah, I think I even traveled with Dipsy. Oh my god. Packing in the luggage. It's so good. It was, you've never done that. No, never. Once I'm you're just married, then you're, maybe, you know, maybe, because you just want to be, you know. And I think it depends on the guy. Like if right. he's so into it, of course I'll do things right. what he, whatever he's into. But if he's not, it's like why am I going to go out of my way to right. make myself feel uncomfortable? I yeah. think that the important thing to your point about like keeping it fresh. Right. I think naturally you just go through phases of things. Right. But I think it's good to introduce things sometimes. Like some people like toys. Some people like. You know, lingerie, it'd be like costumes, whatever. Or you hear about something, you read something. Maybe it's good to discuss things before so you don't end up with that kind of reaction because that blows it. Because that could be a fight. That could have been a fight. Oh, completely. Like, I went to all this effort and I got all this and I have hose on and whatever. You were a hoe? Like, no, I had hose on. No, I looked the opposite of a hoe, which I think was the problem. (laughs) But it's true, but it's important to keep it going. I mean, I'm. I mean, 21 years. We've definitely yes. had periods of time where it was a rut, like the same old, like, you touch me here, I touch right. you there, right, yep. nah, and we do it this way. And nah, nah. and even though it's good, it's still like sort of by rote. Right. And how do you, so where it's not just like checking it off the list. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? Yeah. I'm not sure that I have a specific answer for it because I don't think we ever had a conversation about it right. or did anything to right. sort of life hack the sex. Maybe a little bit. I mean, maybe like the dipsy thing could have been, that was just funny. <laughs> um, definitely like toys sometimes right. I think have sort of hacked the monotony of what could, could be a monotonous right. sexual relationship. I think sometimes just traveling mm-hmm. yeah. changes things up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes weird things will change it up. Like, I'm serious. Like, once I had a certain hand wrapped <laughs> <laughs> because I had an injury. Yeah. Remember yeah. Terry cut that yeah. thing out of my hand? Like, when you have an injury, you have right. a cast out of that. Like, you have to make do. You have right. to change. Right. Like, right. I hurt my back once. We had to do different sort of, right. like, positions right. or whatever it was. And then you start to discover things. Right. Yeah. I also think that it's easier to experiment when you think feel good about yourself. Right. Like Natalie That's was talking, talking about, about like yeah. she was when she, when you were grabbing the baby, yeah. we were talking about the mirror on the ceiling and yeah. she was like, you know, I don't feel that confident. And I, and so, you know, I don't feel I, that sexual Terry went through a period of time when he had gained weight mm-hmm. and I felt like I was internalizing. And again, this is why it's good to talk. I was internalizing like he didn't, wasn't attracted to me, right. but he just felt 
so unsexy himself that one night I was like, you don't love me. You know, you're not into me anymore. I'm not sexy. He's like, no, it's me. He's like, I, and I went, Oh, I'm like, but I'm attracted to you. Right. He goes, but I'm not attracted to me. Yep. Right. And so, so I think when you feel good about yourself, right. you feel confident. Yes. And I think it's good to discuss things and read about things and, and discuss them beforehand so you don't get that reaction and try things. I also think sometimes, and this is what's happened for us, I think sometimes in our relationship, we've gotten to another level emotionally. And for some reason, it translates to the physical. Mm-hmm. Right. The connection is that much more passionate and deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and especially for women, because I think we're so much more cerebral about totally. sex and men are so, like you were talking, it's so much more visual. Right. Um, but even still, I feel like as you get older, when you have that kind of connection. Totally. It definitely it translates it to another to the level. And then you're not doing it routinely. Yeah. You're doing it passionately. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Aww. And then you get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> or else you double knot your tubes. <laughs> like some of us have done. All right. Yeah. I think we've been talking for like 37 hours. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks I love having me. you. Next uh, time we're going to do this with champagne and oh, and yes. caviar, right? Yes. yes. Yes? All right. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Love having you guys here with us every week. You can check out my YouTube channel, Heather's Closet. Oh, you got to watch it because we're about to or I think it's on now, is uh, the champagne jewelry that I'm designing. I want everyone's opinion to see before I pull the trigger if you think I should do it or not. So go check that out. Plus, I have an epic workout with the firefighters of Anaheim coming up. pictures look cool. Yeah, it was really neat. Amazing experience. Those guys are unbelievable. And check out my YouTube channel with Katerina. Hey, Kat and Heather. Oh, and we're going to be back at Evine March 9, 10, 11 with uh, that double size body cream. Our champagne lift body cream in the double huge size. You guys, you're going to love it. Okay. Thank you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Heather Dubrow's World. Download new episodes every Tuesday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Hey, this is Jordan Harbinger. I used to host the Art of Charm podcast, but now it's time for something new. The Jordan Harbinger Show. Did you know you can be entertained and actually get a boost in your life at the same time? On this show, we dig into the superpowers of the world's most interesting thinkers and top talents. Then we deliver them to you right into your ears. But I get it. We're not all superheroes. That's why we give you their blueprint so you can live what you listen. After a thousand interviews, learning five languages, and getting arrested in a country that doesn't even exist anymore, I'm now more ready than ever to introduce you to The Jordan Harbinger Show. Listen free to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and the Podcast One app.